Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Um Actually with Jordan Alexa. If you haven't noticed by the fact that I'm the only one here, I am Jordan Alexa. <laughs> and this show is about taking societal norms and old mindsets and kicking them in the kneecaps and saying, come here, what's the truth? Tell me, what's the truth? What is the truth? <laughs> that was violent. Um, it's a show about <laughs> it's a show about perspectives and looking at things from a different angle. And um first of all, how are y'all? How are y'all doing? Okay. I need to know because I need to tell somebody that I am tired. First of all, it has been a busy week. Not only has it been a busy week, it has been a busy 2023. So busy that right now, as we record, it is 10.20 p.m. in the night. The owls and the possums and the raccoons are awake. They are outside and they are collecting a dinner. Hmm? I'm used to recording in the morning time. And let me tell y'all something. I... I'm an early bird. I'm an early bird. I'm not a night owl. I don't like it. I don't like being up late. Okay? I done cussed out everything. A pin dropped, I cussed it out. My husband hit me. His knee touched my leg, and I wanted to... So... 2023 has been so busy that I'm sitting up right now recording this in the middle of the night. I'm supposed to be in my bed. But, like I've been saying, consistency. Consistency has been the thing. Okay? So, we're going to stay consistent and we're going to keep it going. Speaking of consistency, um, y'all let me know. I'll keep hitting the mic. I wonder if y'all can hear that. I'm so sorry. Um, Now... Right now, as it stands, I post an episode every other week, bi-weekly. But it be feeling like a month in between each episode. So should I go to weekly or are we good at bi-weekly? Y'all let me know. I'm good either way. But just let me know. Okay? Um, So today... I want to talk about something that I um, touched on in the last episode, which, another side note, I did post the last episode. There was just no visuals. Y'all, like I said, 2023 has been busy. And um, my husband was filming an event on the day that I had to film my podcast. So... I got the microphone and I laid down on the couch and I recorded it. I say that to say, if you did not listen to the last episode, go ahead and listen to it. You know, it's about starting a new year and all that other stuff, Um, you know, practical things to do um, instead of setting New Year's resolutions because I don't even believe in those. (laughs) But this is something that I kind of touched on in my last video. Um, I didn't even record a video in my last episode. Um is I said that in 2023, I wanted to be more intentional about taking in moments and not necessarily 
constantly looking to the big events that I have. And hey, guys, hmm, that's been a challenge. (laughs) Oh, man, I keep saying that I want to do these things that I think is cute. And then it turned out that it's an actual thing that I got going on. Um, And so, you know, I've had, even in the short few weeks of 2023, I have had, you know, several, um, not necessarily like big things happening, but substantial things happening in 2023. And I have just literally just focused, excuse me, I've literally just focused on those things specifically and I can't even tell you how it got to be January 18th, because in my mind, it's January 2nd or 3rd, okay? And so uh, going through that made me think about not only myself, um, but a lot of people that I know, they kind of do the exact same thing, Um, and that is living your life according to milestones, Living your life according to milestones. And that could be milestones of things that you're, you know, going after specifically or things that you are looking to happen in your life specifically. I was watching this video on on TikTok the other day and there was these group of people who um, they were Christians and they were waiting to get married to have sex. And it was like a group of them. And they were like, you know, I'm 20, I'm 22, I'm 23. Um, and then one guy was like, I'm 34. <laughs> and the guy was like, 34? And he was like, yeah, I'm 34. And so he was like, um, you know, in his little interview confessional, he was like, there's no way that I will be 34. Like, he was like, that's crazy. And so the person interviewing him was like, you do realize if you don't get married by the time you're 34, based on the, you know, what it is that you have dedicated yourself to, <laughs> You're going to be a 34-year-old virgin. (laughs) I'm sorry. That is a tangent to say that, you know, some people are looking forward to, to like, you know, career milestones or getting married or being in relationships and um, stuff like that. And um, one thing that I have um, struggled with in my life is constantly looking forward to those things without appreciating the time that I have that is now. I'm sorry, I just heard sirens and I had to be sure that Jesus was not coming back. What in the world? So yeah, when you constantly live your life looking forward to these big moments, your life literally passes you by. And I used to do this thing when I was younger, where if I had something big going on the next day, so say um, I had uh, a big presentation to do tomorrow at two o'clock. I'm like, okay, by three o'clock this time tomorrow, it'll be over. And I would say that constantly, constantly, constantly. Okay, by this time, 3 o'clock tomorrow, it'll be over. And so I would be focusing on whatever that big thing is and focusing on 
a, a specific time in the day that wasn't the time that I was currently in. And so I have grown up to live my life the exact same way. <laughs> so there are there are times um, in my life that I have no recollection of. There are times in my life that I look back on and I'm like, hmm, I probably should have took that in a little more. Um, and it's hard. It's really hard because... You know, all day long, society is telling you, (sighs) society, 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 society is telling you, you know, to constantly look forward to the next thing. So when I was, you know, getting ready to graduate high school, they're like, all right, where are you going to college? And I was getting ready to graduate college. They said, all right, when are you getting married? And then I got married and they said, all right, when are you having kids? And you know, there was a whole bunch of things in between that that people were, were you know, asking about as well. You know, when are you going to do this with your career? When are you going to do that? And when are you going to buy a house? And when are you going to... Just a whole bunch of stuff. And I started to feel the pressure. I started to feel the pressure of those things. And it, and it makes life not enjoyable. Y'all, we are down here, first of all, we did not ask to be here. We didn't ask to be here. Now, I don't know what happened before I got here. I do know that I was with the Lord, and I do not know what my soul signed up for. But I also know that around two or three years old, I gained consciousness of my surroundings, and I said, how did I get here? (laughs) So we did not ask to be here, number one. Number two, we don't know how long we're going to be here. We have no clue how long, how short we're going to be here. Why would you want to spend it miserable? Huh? Why would you want to spend it miserable feeling constant pressure all the time? Ew. Now, don't get me wrong. This is not to be confused with setting goals attaining things, that sort of thing. This has everything to do with either big events that already exist or trying to accomplish things, you know, because you constantly see things on social media all the time. And that's the thing about social media. Social media has a way of only showing you what I like to call mountaintop moments. It only shows you mountaintop moments. It doesn't show you people's, you know, journey on the way up there. Even for those people who choose to be authentic and, you know, show maybe more so the process of them getting to where they're getting to, they're still only showing you the cute, the cute parts of the process, right? And so the truth about getting to that mountaintop moment is on the way to the mountaintop, there were trees, There were animals. There are probably views to see. And, you know, being so focused on getting to that mountaintop view, you miss all of that. You miss all of it. And you're constantly saying, I can't wait to get to the top. 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 (laughs) You breathing hard. Take a break. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, and that transitions, you know, to, to, to real life. Rest. Sometimes we work so hard and we're so focused on getting to the next big thing that we don't allow ourselves to rest. This week I had to do, um, I actually did have to do a pretty big presentation this week. Um, but leading up to the presentation, like I said, 2023 has been busy. But you're not going to get me, girl. Okay? You're not going to control me, 2023. Hmm. Um, I'm sorry, y'all, but that thing is real to me. 2023 really just came in like a... <sighs> but I really was doing... Um, I had to do a presentation this week. In the days leading up to the presentation, I was so busy. And I was not eating right. And I was literally focused on this one moment. You know, this presentation, get to the person, get to the, get to the, get to the, get to the, get to the um, and all the other stuff that I had going on. Like I said, I wasn't eating right. I wasn't sleeping right. I wasn't resting. And don't you know the day of my presentation, I almost passed out? <laughs> Who's going to get the presentation? Hmm? Who's going to do the work, girl? I almost passed out because I was not nourishing myself properly and I was not resting. And I had to remind myself, hey, girl, didn't you say that you was going to, you know, do better about this? Um, So, yeah, you have to be careful to allow the journey to be what it is and not let the pressure to literally bully you like that. You're bullying yourself. You know, it's enough for society to put the pressure on you. And you just say, all right, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give in to that. I'm gonna do me. But for you to put the pressure onto yourself, and sometimes this is the crazy part. Sometimes you put so much pressure on the situation or you put so much pressure on the milestone, by the time that it get here, you don't even it's not as real. <sighs> It's real. It's not. It doesn't even live up to the pressure that you put on yourself for it to be. Like, call me Buster because it's lackluster. Because you really put so much pressure on the situation, what it was gonna be, and what it was gonna look like, that it really, it really, you didn't even have the opportunity to even enjoy it for what it is. And another thing, I don't even, I don't even know why I'm about to say this, but another thing is a lot of times when you put pressure on those situations, you end up creating anxiety with that thing. And sometimes it can prevent you from doing that anyway. So you're like doubling this double, wait, you're like fighting this double-edged sword, yeah. So you're like battling with this double-edged sword of, I feel the pressure of reaching this milestone, or I feel the pressure of accomplishing this big thing. But at the same time, I got anxiety about it, so I'm scared to do it. And the one of the biggest situations for me that, you know, I saw that with, and I'm not going to cry this episode, I feel it, but I'm not going to do it, was with my mother. My mom was like the epitome of, you know, girl boss, woman got it together. You know, she 
worked at advertising. Um, you know, she she had a cool job. Like, slick the reason why I, I'm not even phased by famous people because I think I'm famous. Like, I already thought I was famous when I was little, but, like, I saw famous people all the time. They was calling me. They was sending me notes <laughs> because they was at my mama's job, you know? And so... She had, like, the coolest job ever, but it was not her passion. Her passion was nonprofit work, right? And so she constantly, 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 constantly spoke about wanting to start a nonprofit, wanted to do nonprofit work, and she was so fearful of that thing. And she eventually started the nonprofit. Right. So now we get to the nonprofit and she's doing amazing things in the nonprofit, like literally giving families like hundreds of families providing toys for Christmas. Like, And I'm not talking about no little trinkets and and little drummer boys and nutcrackers, like serious toys, you know, from Toys for Tots. You know, they donate whatever, blah, blah, blah. like providing hundreds of families um, toys and partnering with like I don't want if I don't know if I can say the the big names or whatever, but like literally arenas in Atlanta to do events and you know different stuff like that. And um, but she was constantly fearful in her process of trying to do different things um, and accomplish different milestones within her nonprofit. And it got to a point where she had this big vision where she wanted to start this program for women and families, you know, for, you know, them to get back on their feet, you know, where they were struggling, whatever, to partner with different kind of corporations and to get office space and to allow for them to have jobs and all this other stuff. And she would talk about it all the time. And she would constantly talk about how, you know, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. But she was also afraid of that thing because of the pressure that was on it. And as soon as she started that program, she passed away a few months later. And that literally is so heavy in my mind all the time because I don't want anything that I want to do to ever have so much pressure on it that I am that fearful of it to where I could have accomplished it in a certain time, and I did not, if that makes any sense. And so when you put that pressure on, on these, these milestones, you end up, you can end up battling, you know, the reality of, I want to do this so bad, or I look forward to doing this so bad, but I'm also afraid of this thing happening, and you self-sabotage. It's, it's really crazy. It's really, 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 really crazy. I don't know the science behind it. Go go find a therapist. They could, they could, they could probably tell you what it is. <laughs> go find somebody who knows what they're talking about, okay? Um, but I don't even know why I said that. I just know that putting a lot of pressure on big moments um, especially moments that you're looking forward to happening, not necessarily something that is set in stone, but something, you know, that you're looking forward to happening, um, or doing something or accomplishing something. It cannot only just be something that, oh, I'm sad that I haven't gotten this yet, but also I'm going to sabotage myself into not doing this thing because it's so heavy, if that makes any sense.
And another reason why you should be careful with putting pressure on those things is because, you know, like I said, you know, when you finally get there, it becomes a thing where it probably wasn't as bomb of a moment as you thought it was going to be. Your life becomes a checklist. Who wants that? Who wants that? Like, who wants to look back on their life and say, yeah, I did this. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, I did this. Yeah, I did that. But was I happy? Did I did I enjoy my life? You know? Because um, it's one thing to accomplish things and to be able to say that you accomplished those things. But it's like when I look at, um, sometimes you look at, People who are like artists, like rappers or singers and stuff like that, and um, they'd be like, "Yeah, I just I just work so hard, you know. I don't take no vacations. I couldn't be you. I couldn't be no rapper. <laughs> I couldn't be no singer because I'm going to the beach. Okay, I need to go somewhere. Um, but that's that's this like mentality that some people have. Once again, the go get it mode." Motality, that's not a word, at least I don't think it is. The go-get-it mentality, nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with being a a go-getter. Nothing wrong with it. But to the point where it is, why do I have a blade in my hand today? I feel like I have been doing this the whole time. (laughs) I have been chopping y'all repeatedly the whole time. Um, But to... Go seek after things constantly like that to the point where it becomes, I'm sorry, that is an illness. That is an illness and that is something you need to figure out, like, what is the root of that? Like, are you chasing after things so hard because, you know, you you didn't have a certain thing in your childhood or, you know, you grew up in poverty and and you're afraid of going back to that place or like there's something underneath that, just like there's something underneath, you know, looking to every milestone. It, it could be the fact that the only time in 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 this moment I'm realizing this right now, in this moment I'm realizing this right now. Probably the reason why I look forward to milestone moments or big moments is because. That's those times were the only time I ever really got any attention. <laughs> the alarm just went off. The only time I ever really got any attention was when I did something big. Oh my god! Dang. Mm mm mm. That explains a lot. So I work towards these moments so hard. I be looking towards these moments so hard because, oh, my gosh. That's the only time I got some attention. It was congratulations. So proud of you. You did it. And then I got some candy or a cupcake or a card. Michael Jackson CD, something. Oh Lord, mm, 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 mm. y'all gonna have to let that hit me. 
Y'all just sit for a second while I let that hit me. Hey, friend, let's connect. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore Jordan Alexa. That's at underscore J-O-R-D-A-N-A-L-E-X-A. So you can join the conversation and keep up with what's going on here at the Um Actually podcast. Talk soon. Now back to the episode. Well, I guess that brings me to a point of saying, figure out why it is that you feel like you have to chase these moments so bad or even even figure out what is it about this moment that you want so bad um <clears throat> excuse me a lot of first of all if you're a 90s baby y'all we are about to be 30 years old some of us already crossed over We're about to be 30. I remember when 30 was an abstract construct. It wasn't even real to me. What? 30. And the truth is, 30 don't mean nothing. But for some reason, it feels like once you turn 30, you're just going to get sucked into this black hole. And I say that to say a lot of the people around me are about to turn 30. And... They are measuring their lives up against what it is that they thought that they would have by now, myself included. <laughs> and a lot of people, um, a lot of people thought they'd probably be married by now. A lot of people thought, um, you know, they'd have houses. A lot of people thought they'd have kids. A lot of people thought a lot of things. And one thing that is important to ask yourself is why is having that thing so important? Now, don't get me wrong. Desiring, you know, let's just take marriage, for instance. Desiring marriage is a good thing. It's not bad to desire marriage. Um, or it's not a bad thing to desire, you know, anything. The issue becomes... When it crosses over from desire to obsession. And especially now, I don't want to talk about what I see, okay? And I'm a part of the Christian community. And friends, something can be good, but in the wrong timing, it could also not be God, right? Mm. Jesus. It's only God if it's in the right timing. Um, and I feel like because we sometimes look forward to things that are good, marriage, family, career things, um, we... Slick become. I'm trying to talk in a way that don't, uh, you know, attack a certain group of people specifically. Um, we can become obsessive, and just because it's good, once you cross over to obsession, I hope you know that lust is not just 
a booty call. Because you obsession, you, you, I can't even talk. <laughs> you obsessing over that thing can become lustful. I had to pick my, my glasses up because y'all might be able to see me, but I don't want to see y'all. <laughs> it can become lust. Anything that is, um, that has crossed over from the realm of healthy desire is lust. I don't even know why I'm going over there. But it's lusted eyes. Lust of the imagination. <clears throat> and I'm talking to myself too. Okay? Okay, we just going to go over here then. And the one way to tell if that is the area in which you are operating, pay attention to either in moments where you feel like it's about to happen and it doesn't, or just, you know, when you're either praying or talking to a God about it in general, what is your, is it disposition? What is your attitude towards God? That'll tell you exactly where you are. Okay. And that's all I'll say about it. And so I guess the biggest thing for me right now, of course, because this is something that I set for 2022, 2023. I'm so used to saying 2022, 2023. Is how do I become more present? How do I learn how to live in the moment? How do I learn how to keep hitting this mic? How do I learn how to um, cherish the journey? And um, I think one of the things is becoming more grateful. Um or, you know, practicing gratitude. The other day I was in the store. And my legs was hurting so bad. And I said, ooh, I can't wait to sit down. And then before I knew it, my mouth said, Lord, I thank you that I have functioning legs. Fully functioning legs. <laughs> I don't even know where it came from, but I was like, I cannot wait to get to my house, sit down, lay in the bed, and and put these things, you know, to rest. And um, something in me, something, a place in me was like, oh, Lord, I'm so thankful that my legs worked, probably because my great-grandma didn't have no legs. Ooh, that's real wild. I'm so sorry. That was a thought that should not have came out. <laughs> you know how you see something and never mind. I ain't even going. I'm not even going. <laughs> no, it's not necessary. <laughs> but practice gratitude. I think that practicing gratitude has a way of grounding you. It has a way of saying, you know, we get we get to the point sometimes where we rehearse what it is that we don't have, and we feel like we're missing so much. 
when the truth is we're actually lacking nothing. Ooh, because any life that I have now, if I once again, y'all, I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's my homie. If I believe that I live a life that is submitted to God and that he is Lord over everything, then I'm where I'm supposed to be. I'm where I'm supposed to be, and I lack absolutely nothing. Anything that's coming towards me is an addition. Because as long as I'm existing with God, in God, he's enough. I got everything I have. I got everything that I'm supposed to have. I got everything that I need. Mm. Talking to myself right now. Anything that is coming towards me is overflow. Any anything that he does for me is overflow. Y'all gonna have to wait a second while they hit me. Hold on. Mm, 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 mm. So <laughs> we 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 get to a place where we rehearse what it is that we don't have so much that we that we re, that we not regret that we what is the word that we brain. Hey, listen, 1053. I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't even know what I was about to say. I don't even know what word I'm supposed to use right there. But we focus so much on what we don't have that we fail to acknowledge everything that we do have. Everything that we do have. And I had a friend who I would talk to them and, and they would say, I don't have this, and I don't have that, and I don't have this, and I don't have that. And I was like, by golly, your life is looking kind of shiny to me. <laughs> like, I was going through a lot. <laughs> and I was going through a lot, and not to, you know, put, you know, my situation above them, you know, theirs or whatever. But they were just talking to me about all the stuff that they had. Valid. Their emotions were valid. You know, their frustrations were valid. But. It was an obstruction. It blinded them from seeing everything that they did have that I could see so clearly. And I was like, well, I mean, if you're going to view your life from deficit, you might as well just give me everything that you got. <laughs> give it to me if you don't appreciate it. Um, so gratitude. Gratitude will ground you. Gratitude will put you in reality. And gratitude will, even at, at the basis of gratitude, you know that there are people whose eyes don't produce tears properly. And so they got eye irritation, their eyes be dry. My my eyes produce tears properly. We've seen that in several episodes of this. I started crying. My eyes produce tears properly. There's so many organs inside of this body that I don't know how they work and how they function, even though I took anatomy. Once in high school and twice two different classes in college that I don't even have to see a doctor about because I don't know what's going on or something malfunctioned. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. You know, so even if even if you can't look at your life and say, well, at least I have a roof over my head or at least I have this say at least I got breath in my lungs. Because if you didn't woke up this morning, you'd have absolutely nothing. But darkness. <laughs> in, 
and sleep. <laughs> I think another way to overcome the pressure of milestones or, you know, living a, your life according to milestones is to define what a good life looks like to you. Um, you know, earlier I talked about social media and comparison is a disease. Oh my gosh. Comparison is a nasty, nasty, nasty disease. Um, and it's a tricky thing because comparison exists so much, so closely to inspiration. Cause you could literally go from the the realm or the area of inspiration to comparison so fast. Um, but comparison will, is the thief of joy. I'm telling you, it really is. It really, really, really is. Um, it's funny because I was uh, at work the other day, and there's this girl there. She's like, she says she's six foot. <laughs> And we were just talking about height and stuff like that. And, that, you know, me and her, I'm I'm taller for a woman. You know, I'm not that tall. Because, um, you know, they say the average woman's height is 5'3". And I'm 5'7". And, you know, we started talking about how we always wanted to be shorter. And then there was a girl there who was 5'1". And she was just like, no, you don't. <laughs> I can't even reach stuff on the shelves. <laughs> But I really did live a good portion of my life. Like when I was younger, I got made fun of. They called me King Kong. Y'all, they called me King Kong because I was tall and hairy. And I was clumsy. So when I would fall, they would say, whoa. That's so mean. (laughs) And my last name was Small. What? My name, well, my last name was Small, and they used to say, you mean Jordan Big? You mean Jordan Tall? Tell that this I spent a good portion of my life wishing that I came in a smaller package. And, you know, this is just a minuscule way of, of saying it's not, you know, always necessarily the grass ain't always greener on the other side, or it's just not supposed to be like that for you. Your story is your story. Your life is your life. So you need to be the one to define that. You need to be the one to decide what that looks like, what success looks like within that life, what happiness looks like within that life. Not according to what society says, not according to what social media says, not according to what your family say, because they be the ones. They be the ones, boy. Not according to what anybody says, but you and to to fashion your life after that be careful you know not to put yourself on you know no strict nothing because once again we could start saying child now I remember when I was 19 or something I thought I was gonna get married by 23 have kids by 27 um, you know, be in my career by 25, um, you know, be in a house before 30. I was just a whole bunch of stuff that I thought. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
I did get married by 24, but even by the time that happened, I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm chilling. Uh, but besides the point, <laughs> um, I, I I had these ideas of things that I thought I was supposed to do, and um, stressed myself out for no reason. So be careful with, you know, thinking about... <laughs> What you want your life to look like and stuff like that. You know, don't make it no sick thing. Don't become no sicko. But at the same time, define your life by what's best for you and what the Lord say. And that's it. And I think something that works for me, now it may not work for you, but something that works for me is to learn how to actively tell yourself to shut up. <laughs> you gotta learn how to actively tell yourself shut up like as soon as I start thinking I'm like girl shut up as soon as I start thinking oh I'm a failure because I didn't girl shut up oh man I, I'll never be able to do this because I didn't do it by now girl shut up shut up shoot Tell yourself that and tell the devil that. Shut up. Because at the end of the day, we only have one life to live. And don't nobody know how that life going to go set for God. If anything, that should take the pressure off. I'm not in control. I'm not the one driving the car. It's not me. It's not me. So, understanding that God knows and, 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 you know, his timing is perfect and that there, there is a such thing as appointed times and seasons. Um, take comfort in that. Take comfort in that. And anytime that yourself or the devil say anything that is, Bringing you down or contrary, is shut up, shut up, me, shut up, devil. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that because once again, I didn't wrote something down for, for New Year's that I was going to practice and say I was going to do, and I thought it was cute and it's whooping my behind. So <laughs> in case there's anybody going through something similar as me or just to prevent you from going down the same road as me do not live your life according to milestone moments do not fashion your journey on anything specific like your your the, the journey of your life should not be fashioned after a man that's like, I'm sorry, I, I I was talking to my husband about it earlier, <clears throat> that that debate that happened, it was about a month ago on social media, that plain Jane versus pretty girls thing, that thing irked me, and it's been bothering me ever since, plain Jane versus, the W people call it sassy Sarah, <laughs> they always find a way to twist stuff. But it was just like once I was saying I do all this makeup and I do all this and I do all that and you know no guy um, wants me and 
He only goes, they only go for those women because they feel like they could tell them what to do. And the other side would say, well, I cook, I cook I'm going to clean, I'm going to do this, I'm going to And I feel like one side was, was saying, I'll be a trophy, I'll be your eye candy. And the other side was saying, I'm going to replace your mama. Ew, to both sides. We don't have to talk about it, but just ew, to both sides. Don't fashion your life after no man. And I could go on a tangent about that, but it's all right. Uh, it's, a, it's a tangent enough within itself. Don't fashion your, your journey off of one accomplishment, you know? Because you never know where it is that you're going to go, where it is that you're going to end up. You just don't know. And you can miss out on amazing things, amazing opportunities, just because you've shaped your journey against one specific thing. Don't do that. Don't do that. So in 2023, we are living in the moment. We are enjoying um, the present, and we're working towards our goals, but we're not going to let the pressure kill us. Sound good? Meeting adjourned. (laughs) That's all I have for you guys today. Um, Make sure... That you follow me on social media at underscore Jordan Alexa. That is at underscore J-O-R-D-A-N-A-L-E-X-A. DM me. I love when you guys message me. Oh my gosh. It makes my day when you guys message me. Message me. We can talk about this. Or we can talk about, you know, anything that you possibly want for me to talk about here. I just love to hear from you. And I just love you. So much. I love you so much. Anyways, thank you for listening. That's all I have for you. Please come back and listen next time. You are listening to um, Actually with Jordan Alexa.